0: Hello, 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 friends. Thank you for joining us on Unleashed with Kimberly, a conversation for insight and intelligence. I'm your host, Kimberly Anderson, and I am an intuitive transformational coach and business creative. And what a glorious September 1st. I am so excited about this month's theme or topic, we have four incredible women joining us throughout the month, talking about women in business, helping women in business. So I am not going to waste any time. I am going to bring on our first amazing guest, Joey
1: Garrity. Yay. Hi, Hi, Hi. How are you? I love your logo opening. It's fantastic.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So first share with everybody what you do. You have a huge, incredible background. So let's just start there.
1: Sure, so I'm a brand director, and I'm an author and international speaker today, but I worked for 15 plus years in the Hollywood entertainment business.
0: Yeah, you have an incredible story and background, even with just all of that trickling in throughout your life. So how did you get started in that?
1: I had an influencer in the Bay Area bring me down to Hollywood. So again, this is my focal point with entrepreneurs and creative types out there is that I focus on visibility influence because that, that influencer changed my entire life by bringing me down to Hollywood. He had lots of family connections down there and then um, his family member um, got me my first job and that was on the movie Stargate. So that really like kickstarted my career for the next 15 plus years.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And then now you're into your, you do br- visibility branding then.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I'm really about helping. So what I did is I took everything I learned from the masters down there because I worked with really high level um, leaders down there. And I took everything I learned down there and I, rolled all of those tools and strategies and put a lot of heart center behind them a lot of community drive behind that and then i launched 113 branding and i've been building those strategies ever since and i make them really bite-sized that people can get them right away kimberly so that people don't feel overwhelmed because there really is a step-by-step process of growing your influence out there and your visibility so that you can make A really not just a big impact and have a legacy, but also so that you can increase your earning power.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, what would you say is the biggest difference between branding as we know it and visibility branding?
1: Yeah. So the the difference is is that as much as, by the way, I love your logo. Um, As much as I love a logo, right? And um, logos are just an extension of who we are. But really the visibility piece is I teach people how to make sure that they're getting the recognition around face recognition, um, making sure that people can sing their song. Um, I call branding a song. Okay, initially. So what I just, I tell people, it's just like Lady Gaga, right? We can all repeat her songs over and over and over again. Well, it's the same thing with branding. So around the visibility influence branding, that techniques that I share is I'm helping people to identify out there in the marketplace that individual song so that they can sing with them and for them so that they can do a, do the lifting out there and really grow the brand across multiple Um, platforms on the ground and on on, and up because it takes endless amount of clients to build a brand empire for a Mm -hmm. life right
0: yeah so how did what made you decide to get into that particular part of it was it was it influenced by your experience through Hollywood and learning all of the visibility pieces regarding that
1: well, I, I didn't really connect the dots for 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 a little while. Actually, when I started my company, I just I immediately, because I had been indoctrinated into the Hollywood system for so long, it's just it becomes like a second skin. Mm-hmm. Like we go to breakfast, lunch, and dinners pretty much five days a week, right? In order to con- continue to create the visibility piece and the influence with collaborations down there. So when I stepped into the entrepreneur world, what I'd been breathing and living for so long and been mentored by for so long, I realized that I really was in a bubble, that these techniques and strategies, maybe people had heard about them, but they hadn't indoctrinated them into how they were, they were walking through their brand, Visibility and influence, and actually, on a lot of times, it's actually getting, you know, it's getting missed altogether, because entrepreneurs are so busy creating, you know, kind of running after the eight ball all the time, right? Constantly trying to keep up with the workload and creating their own systems and all the, you know, marketing. It's just endless, right? Social media, that the visibility influence piece wasn't being focused on and what i my purpose and i believe the reason i was down there for so long and was mentored at that level is to bring all of this to the masses that these techniques that are very second you know like second skin to us right need to be implemented by everyone globally Because it's the only way to really bring your dreams to full fruition is that you need lots and lots and lots of people out there to know your mission, right? To know what you do in order for it to spread like wildfire.
0: Right. Yeah, that's good. It's good. So how did you come up with, how do you, do you say 113 branding or?
1: Yeah, i say one, one, three. yeah it's really an homage to marilyn monroe and coco chanel i'm a big fan of those two entrepreneur women they changed the they did they they changed the way women were perceived and particularly in business and um Mar- you know coco chanel wasn't a wasn't as wasn't famous in america until marilyn monroe was asked the question what did she wear to bed when she you know, when she went to sleep at night? And she said that she wore one thing, and it was Chanel number five. That put Coco Chanel on the map in America, and her brand exploded after that. I am such a fan of Marilyn Monroe's because something a lot of people might not know about her is that she was always championing other women, right? So she knew to leverage her influence talk about other women out there and that that would propel their brand as well. That is true collaboration. And here's the kicker is that I don't even think the two ever met in person. Marilyn just did this and that propelled Coco Chanel's brand through the roof. And then as everyone knows out there, Coco Chanel changed the way that women dressed. So we were no longer in these corsets And these tight, constricting outfits, instead, she brought a leisure and an ease to the way that women were dressing out there, which was also a huge tipping point for the women's movement in its own right, which I know there's going to be some people out there and it's like, what does Coco Chanel have to do with women's movement? And was Marilyn Monroe, who's known for being kind of dingy and not, you know, not necessarily smart. What people don't realize is that Marilyn Monroe was a huge avid reader and very, very smart. She was actually one of the first women to have her own production companies down in Hollywood. And even when she wasn't, even at her end, when she wasn't feeling well or doing well, she actually helped to um, to bring in enough economic economics to a studio down there that saved a lot of people's jobs and livelihoods. Wow.
0: I love that story. It's, it, it, it shows a lot about influence, which is what you're trying to get your message across as, as well as, I, uh, I can't even imagine how many people don't know that story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, about, about, yeah exactly. And, and, You know, the thing is, is that sometimes the perception of what that particular brand is, and especially around women, right? I mean, sometimes we just get a bad rap. It's just just the way society has set things up for us, right? Mm -hmm. However, I love that story. And that's why I pay homage in my brand name, 113, because one plus one plus three is five. And so it's really after the Chanel number five perfume and that story to Marilyn and um, Coco and, and, you know, and both of them had very difficult upbringings. I mean, their backgrounds are quite like hardship on top of hardship. And yet today there isn't probably one person on the planet that does not know their name or their Mm -hmm. legacy in one way or another. I share this with the marketplace out there because I have a series that's coming out that I already started inside my Facebook group called What Ifs. And what Mm -hmm. I'm doing is I'm taking these very famous last, these very famous brands or names, right? And I'm putting them into a what if scenario, what if they didn't dot, 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 Mm -hmm. right? And it's really going, towards it's really it's building up to my book that's going to drop next october and it's about the importance of being your own superstar and building your own influence to be of service so you can give it to others yeah because it's not a selfish thing it's actually the most the most generous thing you can do right because then what we do is just like coco or Richard Branson, or other people that people really admire out there, Oprah Winfrey, is you can take your influence, right? And you can literally leverage that influence like Oprah Winfrey has done, right, over the years with her book club, for instance. She's made some people overnight successes, right? right? Because of her influence first, generously handing it to someone else, and then that propelled their brand into superstardom. And everyone on the planet can do that. Yeah. It's so incredible. And
0: I just, I love all of those stories you see on, it'll come around on Facebook or whatnot, how, how many times it took for somebody even to get to where they are today, even like with the Harry Potter series, like she was told no so many times. And you hear so many of those different stories and then it just took that one time. So it's, I think it's even, the influence and the visibility, but it's also not giving up. It, it, it's, it's not giving, not giving up. Enough.
1: There is there <laughs> is a tipping point in these stories where people have had an aha of their own. Mm-hmm. Marilyn, for instance, in a documentary that was released um, a couple of years back, what was um, what was what they highlighted was her being the avid reader I was talking about, but in particular she had read one book on how to essentially like meditate. Like it was a meditation book, but it was also like calling in like, like through her meditations. And she, she literally was saying that that is how she would become Marilyn. Wow. So, so, there is this the the other thing too is so that was her aha right she picked up some knowledge she learned something along the way like i said being a reader right coco her one of her tipping points is when she had the realization i'm not going to become a famous actress or singer per se so how am i going to pivot and then put what my what my gifts and talents are into something that is going to propel me. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's when she started becoming the seamstress. right? And then she started with her hat shop and that went on to the accessories and the clothes. And then today, you know, it's a multi-million dollar business. But so we all can have these any point in our lives we can have these aha tipping point moments. For me, It was a couple years after I left the entertainment business. I took a couple years off. I wanted to refine myself, right? And I was coming back from a Christmas party that one of my really close friends. I'd started the company, you know, I only was taking on a couple coaching clients at the time, but she called me and she said, I have a surprise for you and I have a surprise for everyone that's coming. There's about a hundred people there. And I'm like, okay, and I get there and about halfway into the party, she starts singing. And she starts singing Silent Night. Now, first of all, I had no idea she was a singer, okay? I was coaching her for something totally different, right? So that was a surprise. (laughs) No one else in the room knew that she was a singer either, right? And her voice was incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And all of a sudden it started lifting the room and everyone's spirit. And everyone started singing along with her, right? Because everyone knew the words. Right. And it just became such a magical moment in that room I was driving back from the party that evening and it hit me it downloaded I got this download and I was like oh her sharing her gifts and talents visibly gave her more leverage and influence the room but more importantly she shifted the whole room with those Mm -hmm. gifts and talents and we were able to sing along with that gift and talent that is when I knew what my true purpose was, was to sh- to help people to get visible, to grow their influence so they could be sharing their gifts and talents with the world. That is really when I started launching the 113 branding. That was my tipping point. Wow, very pivotal moment.
0: <clears throat> it helps solidify what your purpose was. I love that. Yes,
1: yeah, so we are all a collective.
0: Yeah. We, so, this this topic for this month is women in business helping women in business. So, did you? What are you finding when you talk to women and coach women that there's this missing piece or this gap of how do I get to that point? <laughs> sure. So,
1: so my first book, "Red Carpet: How to and Building Influence." That book I'm identifying for people strategies and techniques of how to get visible so I can just get everyone onto the red carpet, right? The red carpet in Hollywood is a very big deal, okay? Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of courage to get onto a red carpet, right? To share your gifts and talents and to embrace that spotlight on the red carpet. But the only reason that anyone's there is because they've gotten visible. They Mm -hmm. haven't been in the shadows hiding their gifts and talents or toiling in a dark room all day. No, they've been they've been visibly sharing those gifts and talents. My second book that drops next next year, what it's really about, it's about taking people from the red carpet and bringing them into the premiere movie theater itself, right? And what 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 I want to acknowledge for people out there is that is that once you get visible and you're growing that influence in order to really sustain that influence and then keep the influence growing on the bigger and bigger playing field is that I talk about what the true secret sauce of the superstars are down there. And it's that they can take in, they can take in massive acceptance and receiving massive. If you're ever run with a star, right. And you walk in down the street or into a restaurant, right. The only thing you're going to hear the whole time is, you know, what I refer to, I love you, 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 right? People are like, can I take a picture with you? Will you sign my autograph? Will you, you know, insta with me? Will you, can, you know, can I, can I, you know, the restaurant owners, like, can I pay for this dinner? Can I give you the best table? So I call it the love you, okay? It's like the love you, the endless I love you. <laughs> the reason that they can stay in superstardom or the reason that they are even able to step into that superstardom spotlight, right, is because they've grown what I'm referring to and I'm coining out there as the love bucket capacity, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to talk a lot about this in the next book, Be Your Own Superstar, because I'm t- going to teach people how to grow their acceptance and receiving peace, right? Because that's really how your ultimate huge dreams that have been sitting there quietly, waiting patiently, people will say to me, why hasn't this happened? I'm not happy with my life. Why don't I have this? Where's that that I've always been wishing for? And I'm like, because two reasons. One is you're in the shadows. You're not standing in your spotlight, which is your birthright, by the way okay and the second reason is because you haven't grown your acceptance receiving piece right and those combinations together will elevate the brand your business your dreams your wants your needs to an entirely different level
0: that is so good so good it, which, that seems to be a conversation that comes up a lot in, with when, at, well, any entrepreneur, period, is your ability to receive and accept that higher level of, of success. That's so good. I love that you brought that up. Would you oh, – I, I rambled on about that, and I can't remember my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, women, uh, go
1: ahead. No, no I just want to share with everyone out there is that that's why my What If campaign, right, that's why I launched it, is because I want people to know that, you know, people like Will Smith or Katy Perry or Sarah Jessica Parker, you know, anyone that, that you've been, you know, Jennifer Aniston, whoever you've been following out there, right, for a long time, or, you know, or Richard Branson or Tony Robbins or it doesn't, whoever it is, okay, okay, that that it's not that they were there's this there's this mythology philosophy that gets indoctrinated very young in our society that people are born with this it factor this special something quality quality and i know that i suffered from it for years i i remember me walking around hollywood particularly on Hollywood Boulevard and seeing all the stars on the sidewalk looking down and just saying, wow, you know, how lucky that person must've been to been born Marilyn Monroe or, you know, or um, Tom Hanks or whoever it was. Right. I I was so indoctrinated into this, this, this mythology. It's just a mythology until, and, and that was keeping me small. Like, even though I was working in Hollywood and I was rising through the ranks and I was doing, you know, well, you know, it was still keeping me small, sister. I was still, I was, it was was hurting my confidence levels. I never thought I was thin enough, pretty enough, smart enough. You know, I was always trying to, you know, I would, people pleaser is trying to excel even more higher, jump higher. There was just a lot of that going on, right? I'm just being authentic. And I hope that there's other people out there that will be able to relate to this, right? And until I I took a, a massive step forward and really jumped into some heavy duty inner game. I did do a lot of inner game before I got down there. That's how I got to Hollywood and people will read that in my book, the first book. But I walked away from that for a long time, right? Because things were popping, right, from that yeah. side, but not internally, right? I was caught up in that. I'd hear all day and all night. Well, you know, she's got the factor, he's got the factor, and the whole time I was like, "Wow, how lucky!" Right? Yeah. Until I jumped in all that, and first of all, what I realized: there's no such thing as luck, right? Luck is another mythology that keeps us small right? The other mythology is that there's this thing called the if factor. And here's what I want to share with everyone globally, massive, massive globally is every person born is born with an if factor. Yeah. It's Ooh, just some people get back faster. Yeah. They just get back to it faster. They had that like Marilyn had that aha moment reading that book. Coco had an aha moment. You know, everyone just they just had that aha that got them back to their purpose of the gift and the talents, right? And when you stand in that like I am today, my whole life transformed and continues to transform. And I'm not saying it's all like it's not a disney movie, right? But but it's just like it's it's just like it it's it's just far it's just it's just farther and further more love and opportunity and grace and peace than i was ever experiencing before no matter how much success i was achieving
0: mm-hmm. right
1: because i took ownership of that it which we're all born with and i want to encourage everyone out there that they can do the same yeah
0: I love it so good how do you share with people on little maybe tips and tools on how they can start allowing that receiving to come in that love bucket that you called it
1: yes yeah, so yeah. 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 right so I always ask my clients from one to 10 and a scale 10 being the highest, how visible are you? And they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, and you know, and I'll, and, not, and I'll hear this, not just from them, but from the marketplace. Let me just repeat some things I hear all the time. Okay. I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. That is a distraction. Busy mm-hmm. work is a distraction from your true purpose of being visible, growing your influence so that people can see your gifts and talents. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I hate social media. It's another distraction, right? They, they get all caught up in, in like their hate around dot, 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 right? Or I don't know how, or the biggest distraction to date is that people want to toil in their craft 24 hours a day. This is a distraction that's taught in society very, very young in the school systems, right? So you keep perfecting that that piece, that, that paper you have to turn in, right? Mm -hmm. We indoctrinated into what we do for a living, right? And that becomes the biggest distraction of all. And what I'm telling people is, is that you have to find a balance between toiling and growing your expertise, which is your gifts and talents and sharing them simultaneously. So like a small tip is, is I encourage all my clients once a week that they have to share a testimonial. Now, the way I do it is, it's a little probably it's different than most marketers would would share this, but this is my system: is I ask people just to share, just to pick one image, right? Take that image because it's like a commercial; people will mm-hmm. recognize the image. Put a testimonial next to it. Have the courage to share it once a week. This ups your influence game, but more importantly, it ups your visibility that is growing organically you're receiving accepting peace all at the same time. I know it seems simple, but I'm encourage everyone that's watching this to do it this week. And then tag Kimberly and I that you did it because what you're gonna feel in your body is gonna bring up all kinds of stories at first for you. Particularly for women, oh, I don't wanna brag. I'm like, what's wrong with telling people how great you are, okay? Because you are, okay? The second thing is in your body, you're going to start feeling what it feels like to really step into your spotlight and to own that embrace. Once it's, it's just like working out, it's like doing another sit up, right? It's like a muscle. You'll start getting more, you'll start getting accustomed to it. But there's still days where I cringe because my testimonials go out once a week. There's still times where I'm like want to hide back in the shadows. But here's the thing, Kimberly, it forces me to stand on my visibility piece, which is my birthright, right? Mm -hmm. Forcing me to grow the influence and that uncomfortableness, right? It's just part of it's part of the stretch and growth of being down here.
0: Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So much wisdom in there. Let me put up my little wisdom thingy here. (laughs) Wisdom.
1: I like the hashtag wisdom.
0: It's, you know, there's, there's so many things that stand in our way. Especially as women, we have these, like you're saying, we have these stories and we've been indoctrinated. Don't even get me started on the school system. That's a whole other series.
1: (laughs) I love teachers. I'm over the teacher. I'm not throwing teachers underneath. Oh, yeah, no. I got the system. (laughs) Yeah, it's the system. My husband's a a special ed teacher. So, yeah, no,
0: I love teachers. I'm just the school system itself. Needs some love, needs some work. But as an entrepreneur, as a woman, woman business entrepreneur, you, we, we always have these circle, uh, stories circling in our minds and, you know, that visibility piece, that's a big one. To, that's a hurdle to get over. You know, we, and l- like you said, you're like, Oh, she has it. He has it walking past the, all those stars and, Oh, they're so lucky. Well, people have that same, thought process when they see these influencers online, they just jump on lives and blah, 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 blah. And they talk without even, you know, they they don't look like they're nervous. They don't look like they should be in front of the, the spotlight. Right. And so for other people that don't have that same enthusiasm about going live or jumping in the spotlight, it's a lot harder. So how do you help people get past that piece? And I love that you said just, challenge yourself, basically do that one testimonial week, but that can be really hard for some people.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you the real secret is I, I have all my clients uploaded into an autoresponder. So they don't have a choice. Like and you want to go you know, pick the same day. So like every Thursday, my testimonial goes out, well, mine have been uploaded for months. So I can't back pedal, right? Because there's days where you know, I believe that uh, when we come out of our dream state, that a lot of times that's why we can be funky in our moods. Dreams are trip, trippy, right? They can bring up a lot of feelings in us. That's why we jump right into their daily habits, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a big believer in um, Miracle Morning. Miracle Morning has been another instrumental tool that has changed my life. And um, so daily habit, right? Upload into an autoresponder, couple weeks, I do a minimum, well, now I have so much content, but it's about, I always tell the clients, three months ahead of yourselves, right? That way, they can't backpedal, right? Because it just shows up that morning, no matter what kind of funky moon, no matter if they want to stay in the shadows, because it's really ego that wants to keep us in our shadow. And every morning when we wake up, it takes, it, it, it is that daily habits that I do, Day that I do every morning that gets me back into the vibration that ups my vibration, right? That I can stand into in the spotlight. And here's here's the thing that it will it takes a minute. People ask me all the time how long does it take to get visible and the kind of influence I want to really make a difference in my earning power. And I'm like, well, that can happen rather quickly, but in order for this to become the kind of habit where I know this is my legacy and I'm not turning back, right? It t- it's taken me like almost a year and a half of just this constant, you know, just, just hammering these daily habits to really go to the next level where I'm just getting, I'm just really making that visibility and influence. Like I'm, I'm, I'm jumping cliffs right now. It's uh-huh. taking me that long. Because at first, when your influence grows, and particularly for my clients, at first, this is why we work so closely because I have to help them through the transition because you want to almost go to bed in a weird way, because like people are writing about you and you're getting asked to be on shows and you know and you don't have to chase clients anymore. <laughs> it just opens up a whole new ball game, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm working with them on the, the capacity receiving, simultaneously as we're working on the strategies techniques and tools right for the visibility influence so that they're both they're both up leveling simultaneously and at the same time you have to you have to do in steps
0: yeah that's huge it's it really is because and, and taking those steps as you're and you're working both you're kind of like working both pieces at the same time and so you're you're allowing as you're growing, and then you're growing as you're allowing, and it's like I
1: love it. It, yeah, it, it becomes yeah. like a flow, it becomes like a dance. Yeah, and it's it's so it's simple, <laughs> and it's fun. It's, it's fun. Yeah, and, it's fun. And, and once you quiet the, the, the once you you have to quiet the drums. You know yeah. what I mean? We got some loud drums rocking and rolling in there. You know we do. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I love that you're taking. It's it's almost it's like you said, bite-sized pieces. So a little win here, a little win here. And then you're you're like climbing this ladder and climbing your ladder to
1: success. And that's literally what you're doing. I love it. Yeah, and it I don't want to forget how many more minutes we have, but I wanted I wanted to share this story. Yeah. So um two years ago right before I was really having these like tipping points, I was invited to go to Acapulco and with a really dear friend of mine and she had, she has a home, right? So I said, yes, right. Cause I'm a big believer saying yes to everyone. So just say yes. Right. <laughs> um, so we get to Acapulco and of course the first thing we go do is we go and see the cliff divers, right? Cause that's why you go to Acapulco in my opinion. Right. And we, we go to the, to the cliff to this really famous hotel and that's where they all dive off in front of this hotel restaurant and we go sit down and we walk in and the first thing is they're like they're like you know they basically ask you what table do we want when we want well we want the front table and there's yes hello right <laughs> and so they're like they're like okay right so they put us up front and the show begins And these young boys, and I mean young, these young boys between like 14 and 16 and 18 being the oldest start walking down the cliff steps next to us down below. And each one of them has a torch and each one of them throws the torch into the water, the crashing waves down below. And each one of them dives in, right? And then they, they swim across and they start climbing the cliff they're going to dive off of. And I am just thinking, Whoa, I thought that they were going to start at the top of the cliff and dive, but no, it's more treacherous, right? Because they have to dive in first and they're exhausting themselves, right? And as each one of them starts climbing the cliff, depending on their level of expertise and talent, is where they stop at the cliff to do their dive. And it got me thinking, and I was like, oh my God, that's like being an entrepreneur, right? We have to like, Throw our torch in because we're going to do this, right? We got to commit, right? We dive into these crashing waves because it's like the hardest thing in the world to become an entrepreneur, right? And then we start swimming over to the cliff. And as we climb is where we have to stop of where we're at at that moment of where our gifts and talents can – where our capacity is at that time for our gifts and talents. Meanwhile back at the back at the restaurant there's this little boy he couldn't have been more than seven or eight years old and he starts screaming and I mean screaming bravo Bravo and he's clearly like this super fan of divers right and at first as they were as they were diving in and they were going into this crashing waves, at, he was like, it was like he was exciting the whole audience. Od- the whole audience. I mean, the restaurant's packed, and down below there are hundreds of people, our bystanders, are about to watch the dive, right? And so everyone, so he's like, bravo, bravo, and so everyone just starts cheering louder and louder, and as each as each diver though starts climbing and stops where his capacity at that time is, right the audience gets really, really, really quiet, except for this one voice. And he's still screaming, bravo, bravo. And now, as each diver from the lowest level has to go first, right, he dives in, the audience starts getting really upset and you can feel the energy towards this little boy because they want him to quiet down, right? And so they're starting to get really pissed off with him. And as each dive diver goes, he get, he yells, bravo, bravo. Until you get to the very, very, very top. And then that diver, he's like the, he's like the tiger woods of divers. Like he's (laughs) the best of the best. Right. And so now, the audience is getting more upset with him and more upset with them. And they're starting to scream at this little boy to shut up, be quiet, right? Right before the tiger woods of divers is about to dive. And right before he dies, dives, because they can die, right? That's the whole thing. Like people literally can die by doing this right before he says, bravo, bravo. And this diver, it was the most beautiful. It was one of the most beautiful, magical experiences of my life to see him. He dives it's like a like like a bird and it's so gorgeous it's just like he's flying in the air and he he just he the way he di- he he dived in it was like it was like not even like a sprinkle right cuz he's just such perfection right
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
1: after the performance was over right and everyone started leaving i saw the little boy and the mother and the owner came over to us and said said we're so worried about him that we're asking him to stay because we're afraid that people might you know uh, that might go after him when he leaves i mean that's how upset everyone was wow and i was like wow and i told the mother i said you know what Bravo to your little boy for being the super fan. Yeah. After that, when we got back to the hotel, I was talking to my friend and I said, but isn't that what success is like? When you are the underdog, everyone is cheering for you and screaming for you when you're at one of the lower levels, right? Mm-hmm. But as an entrepreneur or just a successful person in general, as you start climbing and you get to more of that Tiger Woods, Richard Branson, Tony Robbins, Oprah level, right? The bravos get really quiet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is what that little boy was. It was very symbolic for me. Yeah. And he's always stuck with me. So when I need a bravo and I've been, and I'm climbing and I've gotten a little higher than before and I can start hearing the marketplace, or, you know, or your fan base or even family members or people that are close to you get quiet. Just remember this little boy and just tell yourself Bravo.
0: Wow. I love that story. There's so many stories intertwined in there. So many analogies you can pull from it. Incredible. This very yeah. good. story.
1: <laughs> it was, it was, an incredible time. it was, it was a tipping point. It was definitely a tipping point. And again, another aha moment, right? I believe the universe continues to, you know, pick us up when we say yes, drops us off some places or just like, you need to hear this. Mm-hmm. Because we take it very personally, right? As we're climbing, and the climb is rough, right, sister? It's not even crazy, <laughs>
0: right? right?
1: And as we're climbing, right? And then sometimes we slip right? And we got to keep climbing up again. We could take it very personally and want to go back in the shadows because we're like, why aren't people still enthusiastic? I'm like They are, but it's just like when you shift, everyone else has to shift around you. You know, when you come out with your first book, people are like, wow, you come out with your second one. They're like, ah, you know, you've already come out. They have no idea. It's still, the, mm-hmm. it's still such a climb. It's yeah. such a climb to come out with books. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, and I think too, as you're climbing up, and, and like what you were saying in your story, is those bravos get quieter and quieter. Because what, for me, when I hear that story, it's you're elevating. So your awareness is getting larger and bigger, and you're growing. And the people around you stop saying bravo because they're not ready to up level at that same level as you.
1: And um, yeah, people don't want you to leave or they think you're not gonna love them as much, you know. And this is this, this is this, but this is just part of our stretch and our grow of not taking things personally, but just knowing there's always gonna be, you know, that seven, eight year old boy out there, or the universe, which is like a you know, a huge stadium of people screaming to, you know, encouraging us on, but we have to have a belief system. Right. right. And that, that, and it's really through that belief system of, of, of that there's something that, that there's something bigger than this moment, stay in the moment, but there's something bigger than this moment. And there is a, there's a cheering section out there for us. Right. Um, because there's going to be dark days, sister, Mm. you know, there just is, there's just, there's times where I'll, where I'll be feeling blue, you know? And I know it's just a moment. I know to do my daily habits. I know to play music. I've got all these tricks to, to trick me, to tap me out of that, but there is just going to, that's just how it's going to be. Right. However, when we have the focus on the big piece, which for me is to be of service. I had an influencer who changed my life, who brought me to Hollywood. I worked with other influencers that changed my life, that taught me their techniques and tools, right? That, that mentored me, right? Mm-hmm. I've had all of this, all these influencers, you know, generously hand me all of this. And then I, I had to say yes though. I had to learn, right? I had to be an avid student, right? Mm-hmm. A speaker, right? But now my my job is to grow my influence so I can generously hand it to others. That is my job now. And I'm gonna encourage everyone else out there when they wake up in the morning. When they want to stand stay in the shadows or they don't want to be visible and they don't want to grow their influence or you know they've got their stories, whatever it is, instead to just remind themselves that that you're literally being of service and you're gonna and you can then generously hand it to someone else and help them soar and them fly.
0: Yeah. So good. I love it. You have so much wisdom. Do you? I meant to pull up your book. Do you have your book handy? You can show people right there. I Do don't. Know.
1: Let I me don't see if know. I can
0: find it really quick. Cause, and and I, your what's it called again? It's Guides called the Red Carpet.
1: The Red Carpet Guide to Visibility and Influence.
0: I absolutely love that. Let me see if I can figure this out here. If not, um, we will pull up your website and stuff. You have so much incredible. Well, I don't see your book. Um, such incredible wisdom that you share with people because, you know, we we all have a story and we all have these ways that we got through the tunnel onto the other side and into success. And I really, really love, you just have this very gentle, calm way of saying it, it's it's like with tender loving care, but also matter of fact. Like, <laughs>
1: I love it. I, I, you know, I'm trying to be more kind of like, like, like more kind of, but it's just not my nature in a way. I think, I think being in Hollywood and being around such aggressive natures for so long that I know what that can do to people. So I'd rather just love people on the process along the way. And I let people know too, the process is like, like, but there are answers. Like mm-hmm. I was literally handed answers, sister, right? But that bubble doesn't like to give out these so-called quote, quote, secrets or, or we just get so caught up in the bubble. I don't even think we think it's a secret. We're just right. so caught up in the in the industry, right? Yeah. That, that when this download coming back from the Christmas party was like, this was my purpose. At first I was like, no, 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 no. I was very reluctant because that meant I had to get super visible and really grow my influence. I was like, no, 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 no. And there, and the download's was like, yes, yes. Yeah. That is why you're down there. You're bringing this to the masses now. And I'm like masses. I love to work very boutique. I want just one-on-ones that's just, that's, it's part of my nature and they're like, we'll break through your nature. Yeah. Okay. Because this is supposed to go to the masses. So I want everyone out there to know that as you're truly identifying your true gifts and talents, and you start quieting those stories of like, that's not going to make me enough money. That's not going to get me enough this. My, you know, my significant other's not going to like it. Whatever the story is, okay? Because we all got them, right? That I promise you, when you do ultimately say yes to the calling, the true calling, all of that stuff that you've been saying to you, to you is why things aren't working now. No. Because you haven't said yes to the true calling. Yeah, That's why. Because you've been going out through what I call the back door. Yeah. And this is why maybe sometimes you feel angst or not like... And I'm not talking comfortable because we all got to be uncomfortable, right? But mm-hmm. I mean, that angst that will start popping up, like you'll get angry out of something that doesn't make any sense uh-huh. or you, things will start agitating you. It's because you're not truly standing most likely in the true calling, which mm-hmm. they're referring to as the it factor, which is really your it, what, what you were born for
0: right? Your true calling, your path, your destiny.
1: Yes. The front (laughs) door is what I call. Your purpose. Go through the front door. So you'll get way more than you could ever imagine.
0: (laughs) I love it. Again, you're a wealth of knowledge. I love when I get the chance and opportunity to talk with you. You have so much wisdom. Uh, Let's put up, this is your website. So people can look for you, find you here and see what you have going on. See your upcoming book, your other book, your upcoming What If series. Okay. Is that on there too? Yes.
1: Yeah, so the What If will be the What If is going to be um, spotlighted on my Be Your Own Superstar uh, book page. So you know, and that I mean that I don't drop to October, but I'm already starting. Right. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Let people know. And then this is your email in case anybody wants to just directly reach out to you and have a conversation with you and ask you whatever they need to do. And if anybody's watching this on a replay through Facebook, actually, let me pull that up as well. Um, You can pop in here, tag us and ask questions and Joey will come on. I will come on and we will respond to your questions because She's a wealth of information and please take advantage of the fact that she's here today and sharing this information with us. It's absolutely amazing.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. I so appreciate you.
0: I appreciate you. Do you have any last minute tips you can give women in business?
1: Yeah. So I would just, my last tip is this, is to stop toiling. (laughs) Stop toiling. You toiled. I know you toiled out there. (laughs) I know someone's going to hear this. They're going, oh my God, I'm still toiling. I'm like, you know what? And, and take all that, that you've been toiling on and share it, spread the love. Just share it, share it out there. You know, get the train rocking and rolling, right? Let people love on you, right? Mm -hmm. Do the daily habits so you can grow that acceptance and receiving. On the other side, because your self, your future self, is going to thank you. Yeah, definitely.
0: Throw that torch in the water first, and then jump in after it. That's right. That's that's the decision, and then that's the action. That's right. right. I love that because that as.